This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Hey, thank you so much and good morning and welcome everybody to our Friday show. Well, just uh, scanning the headlines doesn't look like anything's going on. I mean, you hardly ever say that, but just doesn't doesn't look like there's anything notable in the news. I guess we can just sit around and talk about our favorite Golden Girls episodes, but... See? I'm uh, going back to bed then. All right. Lisa Sanchez. Good morning. Lisa's uh, from home this morning. Yeah. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. What room are you in? The living room, because uh-huh. Tubby's still sleeping. All right. <laughs> All right, so. I have interrupted his daily schedule, and he's offended. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I overlooked this. Uh, the president <laughs> and first lady of the United States uh, confirmed that they have both tested positive for COVID-19. You knew that was coming, though. The minute that they took a test, spent all day, and then last night I was sitting here watching it, and I'm thinking, there's no way. There's no way. Like, they have to be positive. But that's the only reason they haven't re- released the results yet. I've tried to tell you I'm a very positive person. I've been. Try- I've tried to be positive about coronavirus all since February. And now I am positive about coronavirus. I mean, it, I guess it really underscores... The that this is a real thing. I, I I mean, my hope would be that some of the some of the science denial and some of the uh, contradictions to what the medical experts say, you know, will will go away. But but it really says something that the president, who you know, to to have a meeting with the president, you're supposed to get a COVID test if you're going to be in the same room with the president. You're supposed to have a COVID test. Mm-hmm. Um, so as as much as Trump doesn't wear a mask, he, there are definitely protocols in place to keep right. somebody uh, with COVID-19 from spreading it to the president. I, I mean, that's been kind of a story that I think's gotten buried is uh, Trump. Trump believes in the coronavirus. He just doesn't care if you get it. Uh, yeah. They've got all kinds of safeguards up, and he got it anyway. I mean, really speaks to uh, the yeah, importance he, of this message that Trump has been uh, bucking back against but since February. This is February. the thing: is that you you do have to get a test done, but nobody they they said that you almost got shunned in the White House if you wore a mask. So while you're getting tested, it was still like we're not gonna. Oh, is it uh, like you were Cersei Lannister? When she shame. To, yeah, she's getting shamed shame. down the down the aisles there. Yeah. Or the alleys. And they, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they they and you could you could tell a little bit. You could see a little bit that if you insisted on wearing a mask, you were pro, you were ridiculed and they said that there uh was a moment when the Trump entourage walked into the debate and everybody was required to wear a mask in and as soon as they sat down Trump's family, all the masks came off. Everybody that was in the Trump entourage came off because they are anti-maskers. And for some reason, uh, they've thought the mess or Trump, uh, I think it mostly comes from the from Trump, from the one guy. Uh, it's like, well, that shows weakness if you're wearing a mask. How would that 
show weakness, show being in control of the situation and following your medical experts advice would show strength and leadership so you're following somebody else following somebody yeah. else is a weakness this has been a false show of strength and now you know time to pay the piper i hope i hope that the president doesn't have a bad bout of covid-19 i i certainly hope he recovers but this should really put a fine point on the people who uh, say it's a hoax or a pandemic or whatever, and I think that a huge percentage of that has been based on things the president has said or signaled or messaged, and now that he's got it and his wife has got it and a lot of people in the White House also that we're not yet talking about have it, that some of those people would look at it and say, oh, gee, maybe maybe I need to reevaluate this. Well, but, but the thing that you're also missing here is with his advanced age, he comes through this thing unscathed. Everybody's going to go, oh, well, yeah. it's not that big a deal. Well, that's right. Because yeah. uh, now everybody's going to say if if he if he's fine, people are going to say, well, look, uh, he's 74. He's obese. He doesn't eat healthily. He doesn't exercise. And he survived. Right. There could This could come packed with a whole uh, slew of other ramifications so well he's probably calling boris johnson from the uk and is like hey man how is it for you because that's probably how it's going to be for me but remember boris johnson was hospitalized when well he, had he, the coronavirus. he wouldn't have to call another country he could call the families of two hundred and ten thousand dead american citizens and find out what yeah, their but, ordeal was like you know yeah, if you really want to know what he was he likes Boris Johnson, though. That's the thing. Yeah, he didn't know those other people who died. <laughs> right. He exactly. knows I love, Boris. I know I Boris. Your hair. I know a lot of foreign leaders named Boris. Just trust me. Um, <laughs> I've seen a couple conspiracies popping up, uh, like on the far, far lunatic fringe of the right. They're saying that the Democrats gave Trump the uh, coronavirus. <laughs> I know. That's the only yeah. reaction is to <laughs> is to snicker. You, you're completely They're right. Like, in look, doing we've that. been trying, right? <laughs> uh, uh, so I've seen that as like, wow, well, they slipped him the coronavirus uh, at the debate. You're ridiculous. You need to delete your social media right now if that's you. I'm seeing some other people on the left who are saying, watch, Trump's going to pretend to have coronavirus, then he's going to announce this vaccine, and suddenly he's going to be cured. Vaccines don't cure. A disease. Vaccines prevent you from getting the disease. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've got one. Uh, listen, this might sound a, a little on the conspiracy side, but I, I think I had mentioned to you guys, I definitely mentioned to Nico yesterday, and I think I said it on the air. Since the debate, I think I've kind of noticed a change. Like, there's just been kind of a cooling. Some of the big fans of Trump are not so loud. I, I thought I perceived that even his base saw that as a shameful, disgraceful uh, performance at Tuesday night's debate. Could this be a way to get out of doing the another debate? I, I don't know if Trump's campaign could survive another debacle like that. And by having coronavirus, this next debate is coming up within 14 days. This is the town hall meeting. Maybe it's what because right. you know. The past couple of days, Trump has been saying Biden wants to cancel the debates. Biden wants to cancel. He wants to cancel the debates because nobody wants to be in the same room with a gibbon that throws his poop everywhere. He thought that by saying, oh, Biden wants to cancel the the debate that he was going to like somehow convince everybody else. Yes, they're going to cancel it. 
when it turns out he's the one canceling it? Well, no, I think that he was saying that about Biden because, you know, there had been like a lot of people, not, not Biden, not anybody with the campaign, but a lot of people had been saying, what's the point of doing more debates if, if it's going to be like this? You know, if they don't put a shot collar or a mute button on Trump. Now, and they're like, we started see, with a Fox News person because we thought they could rein him in. I could not. I've always thought that you should pay attention to what Trump criticizes because whatever he criticizes, that's probably what he's doing. Uh, you can see this time and time again. There's another story. They got audio of the first lady complaining about Christmas and who cares about this BS about decorating. Wait a minute. It was Fox News that has had this ongoing war on Christmas. I've never heard a candidate say F Christmas. I've never heard a politician or a family member say F Christmas. All of a sudden we're hearing Melania Trump say F Christmas. I do That's like the how- only war on Christmas statement from a public figure that I've ever heard. I do like how she's all, I'll go on Fox News. I don't want to go on Fox News. I don't want to go on. She says, yeah, they'll let me go on Fox News, but I don't want to go on Fox News. Yeah. So you've got all that happening. I'm, I'm telling you, pay attention to what Trump highlights to criticize, and you will probably find that, that he is doing that very thing. So he's kind of one of those politicians that's very anti-gay, but deep down he's one of those guys that 10 years later come, turns out like, oh, he was the one in the bathroom stall tapping the guy's foot. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think that's Trump. I think that's a lot more, you know, some other politicians. So I don't think that's a direct parallel. I don't, I don't think Trump. You know, nothing Trump's ever done makes me think that he is pro or con on uh, the gay issue. I mean, well, he'll, no, not, he'll, I'm not. I'm not speaking specifically uh, specifically of that. It's just that's the example. It's the the thing that you're most actively against, or the thing that you most actively talk about. Yeah, chances are that might be the thing that you're doing. The difference I would say with Trump is it's it's something every day. I mean, every week it's a new thing. It's uh, you know he doesn't have just one thing that he harps on. It's a thing that he harps on, and then when you look closer, it's uh, oh yeah, you 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 totally did that. Um, so let's go around the room. Let's share real quick what everybody's working on. Uh, branded sports headlines. What's happening today in sports? We got the weekend ahead of us. So what do you have on the on the burner doing all right Mm -hmm. okay uh the nfl they think they have a plan in place uh at least this is coming from espn to replay or to uh for the postponed titans steelers game they're not going to be playing it this week it looks like they're going to move it to week seven and then the other team that is affected by this would be the baltimore ravens they would have to move their bye week from uh week eight to week seven it just kind of shifts a couple of things around but it should be fine. Basically, the Titans and Steelers, this is going to be their bye week. Game two, NBA Finals uh, tonight with the Lakers up one game. So there's going to be a game tonight. Then uh, Sunday will be the third game in that series in the NBA. Joanna, how about entertainment news? Do you want to uh, tip your cards a little bit? Let us know what you're looking at for entertainment news today. Sure. Three months after being canceled at Paramount Network, Cops has quietly resumed production in Spokane County. Did I hear correctly, though, they're, they're not going to air new episodes of Cops in the U.S.? It's correct. only going to be in foreign countries that show Cops. Yes, so they're American that's Cops. <laughs> 
Uh, They're being filmed too in the so United States, but it's going to be on, only aired in, in international territories in. where the show still airs. Yeah. Uh, okay. Correct. Why? Why do they not want to? Oh, because of the because of because of the police backlash happened. But this is just to fulfill the commitments that they have in those other foreign markets. Yeah, India's like we love our cops. Where's yeah. the show? <laughs> and Lisa, I know we talked about. What's probably going to be the big story of the day? I, I just what? have to imagine. What else, though, is coming up in <laughs> news headlines today? Can you just imagine him quarantined for two weeks with his phone on him? Oh, God. The tweets are going to be endless. They're going to have to build another building to hold servers for Twitter. <laughs> just, just to manage all the tweets that are going to come out. He's going to be like, the boys, the show is terrible. We could do, I've been watching it. I really love that homelander, though. We can do an over-under how long until Trump tweets or says something blaming the Democrats for him getting coronavirus. I say by the end of the day. You say end of the day. I, say, the- I say by, by 3 o'clock this afternoon. Anybody want to go over a day? Let's yeah, make, you know what? Let's make Saturday. The, let's make a day. So midnight tonight, let's make it an over-under. So Brandon, you got over or under midnight tonight? Under. Yeah, I'm under. I'm going to go over. You're, you're going to say go it's going to... Okay. Yeah. The girls say... It'll, it'll be Saturday. It'll be at least Saturday. a day before Trump blames his coronavirus on the Democrats. Because maybe they're hiding his phone and he's like, I found it. Mm. The Democrats <laughs> hit it. I'm going to tell everybody. Okay. Uh, um, what They're going to ask him, what is scarier, the virus or Democrats? Democrats. What is the scarier? The virus. I killed the virus. I killed the virus. <laughs> Mr. Penis, I bring girl for you. <laughs> We're quoting the trailer for Borat 2. So be prepared. So We're already I mean, quoting the yeah. trailer. We're quoting the trailer. Yeah. I don't know if that's ever happened before, but we're quoting the Borat trailer. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Looks like we have uh, an early morning call. And uh, that always goes to the front of the line anytime somebody calls in to talk to us. I mean, unless we just absolutely can't, but you give us a call on the toll-free studio line, which is 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. And it is Leo. Hi, Leo. What's up, Buzz? Hey, what's going on, Leo? Um, so uh, I just want to say, I mean, I just wanted to say that uh, I love the Buzz on the Moon show. Um, I mean, I don't really stand by a political standpoint, I really love the Baz Luhrmann show. I really love how funny it is. I don't care if you make fun of Trump. I don't care if you make fun of. I just love the Baz Luhrmann show. All right. Well, that that I, that's fine in my book, Leo. Thank you for calling and thank you for uh, thank you for loving us. We love you back. Oh yeah. All right. So oh up? yeah. I love the Baz Luhrmann show. I always listen to it when I can. All right. What's up, Leo? So, um, as far as it goes, I feel like the president uh, can stand uh, COVID. I feel like he's a healthy guy. I I think he's a. Uh, I think he's in good shape, and I think, he, um, honestly, our our president is going to withstand this this virus. Honestly, what I, what what makes you uh, say he's in good shape? I mean, I was like, you can't keep the devil down. Yeah, what what about him that you think he's in good shape? I I just think he's a, he's, he's in good shape. I mean, uh, he's he's obese. I mean, well, no, I mean, he's not an alcoholic. Honestly, he's not. I mean, he's not what? To, uh, he said he's not an alcoholic. Of, yeah, okay, he's got that going for him. I mean. I believe him. He says he doesn't drink, so he's not an alcoholic, but he's yeah. he's 64. 
I know he's seventy four. Excuse me, sixty five is the highest. You know, over sixty five is the highest risk category. So he's in that age group and he's obese. Okay, I mean, look, let me tell you this: a ninety five uh, World War Two veteran was uh, he beat coronavirus. So I think our president can also do the same. I, you know what? And I hope he does. I really does. I really do. I really do. And you know what? Uh, he probably will. Bias. Bias from a political standpoint, just just being biased. I mean, uh, not biased. I mean, uh, just you know, just fuck. I mean, uh, I'm sorry about that. Oh. Group political standpoint. Group political standpoint. I just think that our president can beat coronavirus. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I mean, I'm not being political or anything. I'm just saying that I think our president can beat coronavirus. Uh, yeah, sure. I I, I agree. All right. Thank so you. I mean, like I said, like I'm saying, I I, I think if, if a World War II veteran. Uh, 95 years old can beat COVID, I think our president can as well. But, and I'm not disagreeing, and I'm not saying that I hope otherwise, but there have been people who are younger and in better health than the president who have succumbed to coronavirus. Of course, of course. And, I mean, we had we had a fatality here, and it was it was really sad. And uh, she was a kind of the old graduate. Uh-huh. And um, I know that. Uh, I know about that, actually. And it was really sad. But, All right. Um, like I said, I think our president can can beat this. I really do. Well, let's have our fingers crossed on that, Leo. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Leo. We'll see you. No, thank you both. Thank you for having me, and you guys have a good uh, the rest of the day. Hey, you have, have a good day. weekend, good too, buddy. All right. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. You ready for the educational portion of our program? Let's Lisa, you're going to be just like our kids. You might be home, but you're still going to have to learn something, all right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, here we go. All the facts here. I'm not trying to pull a fast one, so I make sure these facts are all vetted, and I always try and get at least a couple of sources, uh, so I'm not I'm not putting out stuff that's inaccurate. So here we go with random fact number one for today. The guy who invented cotton candy was a dentist. I love him. Yeah, but do you know much about him? I'm guessing yeah. he was a dentist. <laughs> the, guy, <laughs> the guy who invented... I just realized Lisa's like on a second... Yeah, day, I right? don't think she heard it. <laughs> the guy who invented cotton candy was a dentist from Tennessee. <gasps> kind of uh-huh. like almost in that new Willy Wonka with Johnny Depp where his parents Which were, were dentists, dentists. And that's why he got in the candy business. Yeah. Or maybe this guy was like, how do I get more clientele? Seems like a definite conflict of interest there. You're saying that <laughs> sugar creates cavities. I mean, when you think about it, it's it's all sugar. When you eat cotton candy, it it's just, just spun sugar. That's when it. it dissolves, just dissolves in you, it's just sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever seen the so raccoons sweet. go to clean their, it's like that little cube of cotton candy. Oh, that video they, makes me so sad. They go to the clean it yeah, and oh. they look at their little human hands and they're like, what happened? Poor little oh. garbage pandas. I'm like, it's okay, yeah. Rocket. That made you so sad. All right. The source for that one is the National Institutes of Health. (laughs) Random fact number two. The best-selling video game in history is now... You know, maybe I should make that a quiz. What do you think the best-selling video game in history is? Call of Duty. No. Halo. No. In history? Yeah. Well, here's the way way the the statement starts. The best-selling video game in history is now... Is now... Super Mario Brothers. Brandon, any guess? Um, hold on, our video keeps getting blocked. Mario Kart. Oh, it's because we Again? played ACDs. No, and and I think it's getting muted because of the sports clips. 
Uh, yeah, that's happened a couple times to All me. Right. So you're gonna have to re- you're gonna have to refresh Come it on, again. Suck. I'm telling you, this is why I keep trying to tell corporate we need to move to Twitch. Whatever. Um, okay, video games. Here we go. Focus. Back on track. That selling video game in history is now uh, Fortnite. No, Minecraft. Minecraft. Oh. With roughly tw- two hundred million copies sold of Minecraft. I believe it. My nephew's 10th birthday party was Minecraft themed. <laughs> do they play it or do they watch people play it? They play it. it. And then like they're like, hey, can I have five bucks? And I'm all, for what? They got to buy some buy fake. Some, yeah, yeah, they got to buy something in their fake Minecraft I land. need something for my pig. And I'm all, what? <laughs> yeah, Minecraft. And I'm like, yeah, I'll give you the five bucks. Go clean the cat litter. You, like, you have a pig? And looks around. Where is it? <laughs> Here is random fact number three. When the movie Top Gun came out, and that just reminds me, there's a sequel <laughs> coming out. I yeah, totally forgot about yeah. that. When Top Gun came out, Navy recruitment jumped 500%. Wow. So that wow. means five times as many people uh, yeah, wanted to people go into the People showed up and they're like, excuse me, I'm here for the highway to the danger zone. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, if you'll just point me toward the beach volleyball game, I'll take my shirt off and get after it. I like to flex when I check my watch. So uh, do you sign my wingman now or do I get the wingman later after the volleyball game? Do I get to pick my name? <laughs> Uh, I feel like that's the movie that got my brother to be a fighter jet pilot. He's like, I want to be Top Gun. I think a lot of people who might have been uh, in high school. Did your brother make you call him Maverick? Or Goose? No. Iceman? Maybe Goose. Viper? Did he call you Goose? Hollywood? I'm going to ask him now. I feel like a lot of guys in high school might have seen Top Gun and go, they got planes in the Navy? Who knew? (laughs) It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we're going to play the Urban Dictionary game, which is something you can play along wherever you're listening, at home, in the car, at work, whatever it might be. So I, I want to ask Do you... you uh, a question real quick. Yep. Do you want me just to pop in as new things are being like unleashed, or not unleashed, but developed with the White House? Hell yeah. Unleashed. I, okay, I would <laughs> say break in if somebody... Is that it has COVID? If somebody doesn't have COVID, you know, wait till the next available opportunity. Like, don't interrupt. I'm, I'm not saying you're interrupting. Well, <laughs> don't just, get I'm me wrong. Clear, I'm just trying to clear it up. Well, I didn't know because they but now, now, now announced yeah, they are going to be canceling all of his events. So all of his events for the quote foreseeable future are going to be canceled from the White House. So um, a little not surprising. Uh, but once again, the sure. vi- Vice President Mike Pence, the Second Lady, and the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo have all tested negative as of this morning. I heard some of the uh, political analysts saying that this is the most serious presidential health crisis. In decades. Well, since Reagan was shot. Uh, I wonder if Mike Pence is going to, if not take over the administration, step up and take over the campaign. You know what I mean? Because we're right. 30, especially because he's, he's one days negative. out. Yeah, and he's negative as of right now. They said that they're doing more tests just to clarify, because obviously they had him do the rapid test. Um, but they said he is negative. Uh, they retested him, I believe, this morning, still negative. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're probably going to have to have Mike Pence step up, and which could be a good thing for the president. The fact that Mike Pence is the one that's going to be leading, you know, the ship at this point. Yeah. 
Mike Pence. So I'm not <laughs> endorsing this. I'm just saying it, it makes you think, you know, I, I really felt like there was kind of a sea change in the country after the debate performance and, you know, just uh, how the president did in that debate. I thought I felt like I heard a lot of his supporters backing off some of the support. Uh, you know, a lot of Republican senators yesterday, including Mitch and Lindsey, mm-hmm. were saying, well, it was a big mistake not to condemn white supremacy when given the chance. Well, and I, ex- I just that think- makes me think that that's why he went. So that everyone was saying how it was very strange, especially with Hope Hicks' diagnosis, that he went on Fox News yesterday. But his main reason for going on Fox News was to denounce the KKK, white supremacy, and the Proud Boys. So I'm wondering if they were like, look, this is your last hoorah. This is your last time you can really go out there before you're going to have to quarantine. Otherwise, you're going to have two weeks before you can do this. Well, I mean, the fact exactly. that he that, that he did say white supremacy, he you know, I wasn't sure he could say the words like how Fonz couldn't say sorry on Happy Days, but he said it, and he said what uh, Proud Boys. That tells you that it did not play well. You know, the yeah. fact that he wouldn't condemn it on Tuesday during the debate when given multiple opportunities tells me mm-hmm. it didn't play well. But, and I, I I'm not a conspiracy minded person but does this let trump off the hook for the next debate because the past 48 hours he had been saying that he won the debate and sleepy joe wants to cancel the debates joe biden never said he wanted to cancel the debates there were plenty of people i think from all walks of life who were saying well what's the point of another debate if it's going to be the same s show that we had on tuesday night is this kind of an out for the president to say, well, I can't debate because I've got coronavirus? Mm. I mean, it, yes, but it doesn't mean that all debates. I, that would, I, I think over the because wasn't there was one there was a town hall meeting coming up in like 10 days or something like that. Is that what it was? 15th is going to be uh, a debate, but also a town hall format. So what that means is people in the audience get to ask the candidates questions and they answer and um i mean i think a lot of people who who support president trump had thought he can't have another night like he did on tuesday uh that might just sink the ship so i but like i say you'd have to really go full tilt conspiracy to say that you know his covid diagnosis is faked just to get out of the debates. I, I'm not going so far as to uh, endorse that idea. Um, here's the telephone number, toll free to the studio. It's 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. Uh, the president, Donald Trump, and his wife, Melania, have both tested positive for COVID-19. That according to the president and his White House and his White House doctor, so uh, Lisa's just kind of keeping an eye on who else might test uh, positive or negative uh, this close to the election. All right. Uh, we got a game of the Urban Dictionary game, which we've had a lot of fun with. And now we've got a theme song. So you know how we do the Florida Man game? We always have theme song, let people know we're about to start playing. I hope the Urban Dictionary theme song does the same. For the Urban Dictionary game. Chili dogging. <laughs> Gross. It's going to ruin it forever for you. Here Don't look go. it up. All right, on the Urban Dictionary game, uh, Brandon is going to give us a word or phrase found in Urban Dictionary. Where, if there's a like an actual 
definition. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for the uh, skewed or shocking definition from Urban Dictionary. Brandon, today's word. Today's word is, I guess it would be a phrase. It's two words. Clock method. Clock method. Clock method. Okay. Clock method. I'm at sea here. But I, I really didn't feel like I had a good idea yesterday, and I, I nailed it. You I did. got rat liquor. You By did. the way, mm-hmm. thank you, Biani, for posting in the chat that Randy Marsh is a rat liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the, the pandemic special from South Park no, yet? No, I still got to check it out. <laughs> Pretty wild. All right, so we will have four or five minutes here while the commercial is going on uh, to come up with our definitions of clock method. Yes, clock method. All right, and we'll come back and share that with you. Hey, uh, so I guess we we had a lot of trouble with our our Facebook stream. If we were cleared to go to, uh, what did you say, Twitch? Twitch. I would I would want to do it, but I would want to get like feedback from our regular, like our diamond fans well, on Facebook. Like, what would they is, think? The advantage is you can do both. Like, we would be mainly on Twitch, but we could simulcast it to Facebook. All right. So, what what would what's the obstacle then from preventing us from just going ahead and doing it? Corporate getting cranky about it. Also, wouldn't would the audience be split into people who are on Facebook and people who are on Twitch? Yeah. See, I think we need to do one. We need to decide what we're going to do and do one. Corporate would be cranky because we're doing it on a different platform. Why? Yeah. I, I don't Get know. with it, man. Twitch is where it's at. Come on, boomers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we're going to come back. We're going to get an answer on the Urban Dictionary game, the definition of clock method. I'm drawing blanks here. How are you doing, Joanna? You got any ideas I'm at all? Drawing blanks as well. Okay. I think I have. I have something. Okay. I, I got. Well, we're we're in. all going to have to have something here in just a few minutes. So it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, I have my definition for the Urban Dictionary game. Okay. Joanna, did you manage to come up with something? I did, yeah. Okay, good. So on the uh, on the topic of, of why we might want to switch to another format other than Facebook. Yeah. What 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 like what kind of things get us get us bounced <laughs> off of Facebook? We stream the show on Copyright, Facebook if you want music. So yeah. when we do a rock report because you know, we're rock station and we mm-hmm. play a little bit clip of the A C D C like that could get Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the music, ACDC's music label sends us the music wanting us, I mean, they want us to play the music. I, well, right, but the we thing can is broadcast that, it through But radio. we can't do it on Facebook. All right, so yeah. this wouldn't matter to, to people who are listening. What this matters to are people who check us out on Facebook. Yes. Mm-hmm. I saw a few. Because we pay for the license to broadcast a song on the mm-hmm. FM dial. We don't pay for the license to broadcast a song on the internet. Which is where the podcast is always vastly different as well. Yeah, I, I understand. What I'm saying, though, is the, the entire business side, you know, the band, their representation, their label, and everything else want us to play 
you know, for instance, ACDC or any band. We we just happen yeah, to get paid for ACDC. It could be on any a band. platform where you can make money, like for instance, like a YouTube or a Facebook or something like that. They're like, no, 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 no. Go to our YouTube and Facebook and listen to our songs, so we make the money. What do we play? Twenty five so, seconds of it. Nobody listens to music like that. I've had I've had videos where, like with interviews with bands where I put like. 10 seconds of the song in it yeah. and boom immediately gets taken down so it's not just us um, but yeah even the commercials so there's been times where we'll be playing the commercials and all of a sudden you'll hear like the new falling in reverse and then like 10 seconds of the song falling in reverse new album boom immediately we're, we're flagged and it has to come down a uh, few comments there are some people that are very pro twitch like Luis, who says, go to Twitch, Buzz, do it. But then the very next comment is from Steven, who says, dude, don't do Twitch. Your demographics are adults listening and not children. Local comedian Nico Ajimian is here. <laughs> Nico, do you have an opinion? I'm on Twitch. I mean, I watch Twitch. You should be on yeah, Twitch. You're kind of, you're kind of an in between. You're on the, you're on the cusp. <laughs> yeah, you're right on that cusp. I'm the same age as Joanna and Lisa. Rosales says, <laughs> "We on the cusp." <laughs> so we're on the cusp. Rosales says, "Damn, now I got to find out what Twitch is." <laughs> well, the common misconception of Twitch is that it's just, just video kids games. playing video games. It's not. That's where Shim does all of his lockdown sessions, and that's how Shim makes his money now. At this point. Mm-hmm. Is he he writes and records songs live on Twitch, and he makes a ton of money doing it. And that was, I thought, a selling point to our corporate overlords to let them know, hey, this could be another uh, uh, revenue source. But since they don't understand it yet, well, we're not going to do it. But now there are already like people on Facebook who like to to like to come to this this part of the Facebook, you know. The same thing with YouTube. I mean, it was a big decision when we when we bailed on YouTube because some people were so used to going to YouTube, and mm-hmm. and you still see commenters like, oh, "I miss when we, <laughs> I miss when they used to stream the show on YouTube." Mark, who I trust, Mark's uh, opinion on stuff. Mark, I know. Uh, Mark says Twitch also has DMCA laws. Mm-hmm. What what are DMCA laws? Basically, it's like a digital music licensing. Law, I think but that's a but run DMC. Way, uh, but it's way, it's way, 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 way less harsh. Like they, they don't take the streams down. Oh yeah, I see you answered it. Okay, so so anyway, we get pinged off. If we were to play music, we'd get pinged all the time. But they do they only knock you off for as long as as it takes you to log back in. Yeah, like yeah, and that was the difference because YouTube we got banned for ninety days. And that was just getting pinged once. But now the algorithms are getting better, and there's there's more. Uh, they have a better ability to pick up on the copyrighted songs that are being played. So it, it happens a whole lot quicker. Uh, uh, Richard wrote in, said, just started listening. What's Buzz's thoughts on Trump getting the Rona? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure that's I all got, you've been talking I about. I just got a call. And the girl was like, oh, I thought you guys were going to talk about it. Have you not been talking about this yeah, all morning? Yeah, we, We've been talking definitely. about it, but he it hasn't been as much, I think, as people ex- assumed. Oh, Buzz woke me up this morning with that news. He yelled <laughs> it up to me at the stairs. Tell them he told you. Nico! Hey, Nico! Nico, the president has corona. <laughs> and then? Come to Go work. Go back to sleep. No, no, come to work. We have important work to do. I did. <laughs> the president has COVID-19. We have important work to do today. <laughs> 
That was like it's a me major last look. Night. It's a major story. I'm not happy that anybody gets coronavirus. I'm oh, not that gonna, was me last know. night. It was like 9 p.m. and my mom's like, "Shouldn't you be going to bed soon?" I'm like, "Nah, I got an important news to find out." I'm gonna kick it for a little bit and do then you know, I fell asleep. I I found out this morning. Like the first thing I do is roll over and you know. Was it like Christmas morning? No, I I know people think I'm I'm gonna gloat or be happy that the president coming from someone who asked people to punch him. (laughs) Are you really surprised we're thinking this? I stand by that. (laughs) Well, I only did that because because Trump was congratulating a politician in Wyoming for punching a reporter. So I, you know, tit for tat, but. Have you read yeah, the comments? My mom, my, my mom woke me up at 11.30 this morning. She's like, call, or 11.30 last night. She calls me. I'm like, what? I'm sleeping. She goes, the president has corona. Okay, good night. <laughs> on me. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Who said that? My mom. Um, the queen is coming. I, I, you know, <laughs> the most positive takeaway would be that, that maybe he starts taking it more seriously. You know, when you're as protected as the president is and people have to get tested days in advance if they're even going to be in the same room with the president he still gets it i i would i mean it's a little too little a little too late but if at least he'd start going along with the medical consensus and his own experts that would be a good outcome uh as a result of this i'll get into it more (laughs) you know i will we have important important work work today (laughs) and i ask you all what have you done today to earn your place in this crowded world it's from that dumb utopia show. <laughs> yes. All right, Brandon is going to repeat the Urban Dictionary word or phrase, um, and we're going to give our guesses as to what the Urban Dictionary definition might be. So today's phrase is clock method. Okay. Okay. Who wants I to go had, first? Uh, I'll go first because I don't think I'm right. So okay. maybe somebody else will get it right. I okay. just. Okay, the clock method is he how you... a post-it note and it's all filled. Yeah, I write mine down. I want it to sound official. This uh, is he, mine. he takes a lot of notes. <laughs> all right, you ready? Yeah. The clock method. Yes. How they teach beginning drivers to position their hands on the steering wheel. Here's an example. If you want to get your learner's permit, use the clock method. Hands at 10 and 2. If you want to look cool, do one hand draped over the wheel at 12 o'clock. Okay. And just cruise like that. And you look, oh, my friend, dig the low rider. Um, is that correct? Well, let's get the other guesses okay. first right. here. That's my uh, idea. Joanna, That's what's your guess? Mine, because it is Urban Dictionary, I went with when your poop is regular. <laughs> Like clockwork. <laughs> example. But if it's a if it's a clockwork orange, that's not a good thing. Uh, you got an example. Oh no! Oh my! Hey, do you want to go on this road trip with me? I can't. I'm on the clock method. <laughs> you know because what? I'm I'm, gonna, I'm just going to step in here. That's not correct. But damn it, yeah. we need to add <laughs> yeah. that to Urban Dictionary. The clock method. I, I, I like always how, go at the same time every day. I yeah. like how Joanna associates. Oh my uh, God! I'm on the clock method. You are. Urban you Dictionary are. with poop. Well, it's either poop or sex. sex. Yeah, it's usually true. <laughs> All right, Lisa, what avenue are we going Sometimes down Sometimes both, which is really <laughs> upsetting. Gross. 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 I, went with, I went with the clock method is working just enough so that you can work up until 5 p.m. or a.k.a. you get off of work. 
Example would be telemarketers who like to talk to lonely old people on the phone just until 5 p.m. so that they can finally get off the clock. Damn, that's a, that's good, a good one. one. That's a good one. All right, unfortunately. I mean, because I had an ex-boyfriend who would do that. He's like, really? And then what would you make for lunch today, Nancy? And then the old lady would tell him and... Yeah, she just wanted to talk. It was okay. Let us get away. Nico, you got any quick guesses here of what clock method could be? So there's two hands on a clock, so I'm thinking two guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Go okay. on. Uh, they, they take the time. <laughs> I figured you go like this. So you got to kind of look at me in this one. So you're like a clock, and you're standing like this, and the guy's on each side, and you go tick-tock, tick-tock, yeah, yeah. tick-tock. Tick, yeah, that one makes sense, too. <laughs> Are any of those great? Right, right? No, unfortunately no. not. Again, no, no, no. All fantastic guesses, and I'm going to give out some points here for your guesses. We'll say, how about this? We're going to we're going to add this as a, uh, to the game. Do five, we get a point system? Uh, yes, That'd I'm going to say great. five points for a correct answer. Unfortunately, nobody gets the five points. But based on that Ooh. system, the best um, the best guesses. I'm giving both Joanna and Lisa three points. Woo! Not only for yeah. the definition. But they came up with fantastic examples and way to use them in sentences. That is exactly what we're looking for here on the Urban Dictionary game. Nico, I'm going to give you a half of a point just yeah. because you uh, started on the fly. one. Buzz, I'm going to go with zero because yours was lame. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I'm still I'm still living off the fat of that five points. You did. I, you, we're, we will. I, I retroactively <laughs> give you five points for yesterday because you did hit nice. that one out of the park. All right. So, a clock method is technically a method of guessing on a multiple choice test that involves looking at the position of the second hand. If the hand is between twelve and three, the guess is A. If the hand is between three and six, the guess is B. Between six and nine, the guess is C. Between nine and 12, the guess is D. Used in a sentence, I passed my test, thanks to the clock method. That sounds so complicated. Yeah, my I guess is you just, failed. Yeah, I usually would just be like, oh, you know what? I have way too many B's already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. It's going to have to be a C here. Yeah. I, I read somewhere that on multiple choice tests, the answer is very slightly, almost minusculely more likely to be B. So that if you didn't know the answer, you guess B, because that was a like tiny, tiny little fraction of a statistic. Mm-hmm. So I would go with B if I didn't know the answer. That's how you pass college. I so the do, clock method. I would do what Joanna did though. Like if you notice, you're like, man, yeah. there's a lot of C's on here. Armal, that is suspicious right there. Yeah. You, did you guys ever get that meet that one mean teacher who's actually hilarious who would have one test that was all straight C's just to watch you panic? No, did you? We did. Yeah, it wasn't it Dr. Blaker, and he thought it was hilarious. No, he, Dr. Blaker did it. He was our, our econ teacher, so none of us knew anything to begin with in that class. And then he just sat there watching, like with the like little smirk on his face, and all of us are kind of looking at each other like, Wait, how about, what, what? How what? about when you took the ACT or the SAT and they, you had to fill in the little ovals and you'd just look at it and be like, okay, well, it needs to kind of drift over to this side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did a zigzag. Yeah. Oh, also, by the way, do you know what I thought clock method was before I read the actual definition? A form of birth control. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would have thought. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was. Uh, my, my definition was going to be that thing that I learned at that Catholic engaged encounters <laughs> where they tell you how you can have sex without a condom. They that's taught a, you the rhythm method. Rhythm method. Yeah. Rhythm method. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. We've learned what the clock method is, and hopefully that will help some students this year in school. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. There there are so many things that I'm 
dying to talk about. I want to mm-hmm. tell people about. <laughs> I want to tell people about my uh, effort. It's a project. I call it the ERMCU project. And that is, I'm trying to convince Netflix to to get us up to date on all of Ralph Macchio's characters from the 1980s <laughs> to find out. The extended yeah, Ralph, Ralph Macchio, Macchio cinematic, cinematic universe. universe. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we know what Daniel LaRusse is up to, but how about Eugene Martone, who was an aspiring blues guitarist? He actually beat the Devils guitarist, Steve Vai, in a head-cutting contest all the way back in the 80s. Did he stay with Jamie Gertz? Did he become a famous blues musician? What happened? I didn't know Ralph Macchio was in anything else other than trying to get <laughs> you didn't? No. Dude, my cousin Vinny. Yeah, did was he so inspired by his cousin Vinny to become a lawyer? That he became a lawyer? Like followed in, is he still friends with Seth Rothenstein? <laughs> um you know that a very Are formative Vinny moment. And uh, Mona Lisa Vito still together. Yeah. Did she did she ever get a baby because her <laughs> clock was ticking like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we it's know. Sometimes you guys day. talk about Ralph Macchio. I think of um, the the best friend from Parks and Rec. The best friend. John, that's, that's John, John Ralphio. Oh, John, John Ralphio. Ralphio. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm like, why is, is he a karate kid? No, it's Ralph Macchio. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, we know that Johnny Cade. Did they end up buying a car with pause attraction? Johnny Cade <laughs> died, but we don't know. Did Pony Boy stay gold after all these years, or did he not? We need these answers from the ERMCU. Um, also, I wrote an article, and this is up at buzzadamshow.com, but it's all about how QAnon... Did you know QAnon is actually like this pan, moral panic that crops up every 30 or 40 years? Uh, and like, I lived through the one in the 80s. Is that the satanic... Ba- yeah, like, uh, like the satanic panic of the 80s. Yeah. But it actually goes back to Middle Ages and for the like the medieval period. But this idea that there's an evil group of satanic... There's a satanic cabal. Baby stealers. Yeah, baby stealers. Ba- that is something that we've been through. And I, I can still remember it with a lot of detail the the panic of the uh, 80s which when you look back on it is even more ridiculous because they were reporting it on the nightly news like these allegations against mm-hmm. it. it turned out the kids were being like coached, coached. by psychologists and uh but they would report it on the nightly news QAnon's crazy rambling doesn't get reported on the legit i mean they might get reported on fox or something but they don't get reported on the real news so i got that article up about how just the mindset behind QAnon goes all the way back to the Middle Ages, hmm. or probably before that, in fact. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Lisa, I have an update on the profane parrots at the zoo in the UK. Oh, they've been, how are they doing? They've been retrained and reintegrated with the other birds. <laughs> Now that well, just sounds like s- us on the air trying to not curse. Yeah. Yeah. Try, try, well, somebody said uh, anytime we want to talk about that show with Eugene Levy, we could say, we could say Shy Creek. Still too still, scary. You're going <laughs> to slip up. I slip know up. you are. Yeah, you're going to. Mm-hmm. Sits. Well, just say sits. No. 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 Screw that. No. That's the, <laughs> s- <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> Such a good show, too. Love that show. 
Uh, so Lisa had a story yesterday about some birds that were at the zoo in the UK, and they were swearing <laughs> at, at the people that would walk by, and they were swearing like using words bleeping, that bleeping bleep, and <laughs> I can't even say it. Calling him an effing or a fat. It starts you, with a T. T. Yeah. That's a that's a popular swear. We'll call it a thought. Yeah. But it's a popular swear word in English. Effing thought. Effing thought. But didn't you say it was five parrots, but they think that the five parrots had all been in, in the same cage and they the four of them one learned of them it from one it, yeah. yeah one of them came from a home where they were all donated and one of them yeah was a was a cursing parrot and he and taught the other together <laughs> right so they said this is pretty normal that they will get um they'll get some parrots about one or two a week but because of the pandemic they said they've been getting a large amount of birds that are being donated so these five all came from different owners billy elsie eric jade and tyson uh, so they think one of them came in with a potty mouth and then taught all the rest of the parrots the potty words so, um, since they were quarantined together. The zoo had to move the birds away from the public because of their language. Well, good news. On the bright side, there was no complaints. Like they said, the park, the, the guests actually thought it was hilarious. But because there were kids that would walk by and be called an effing thought, um, they were like, maybe it's a good idea if we put them in the back for a bit. The good news today <laughs> is that the zoo staff have worked to retrain the birds and clean up their language so they are ready to be put back in with the main public bird colony. And if they can stay reformed without going back to their sewer talk ways they can stay with their other bird friends we do so I have just... an update from the owners too they said that the, all five of the owners have been contacted by the zoo and they all apologize saying that it might be their bird <laughs> picked up a few words that so that sounds like our anyone. bird <laughs> yeah. i i need i need to stretch here a little bit right because your next story is going to be the one about uh, the subway bread yeah okay uh i just want to make sure that we we time this out. John Wayne Bobbitt. Does everybody remember who John Wayne Bobbitt was? Uh, Lorraine Bobbitt. Lorraine Bobbitt. His Lorena. his wife. He lost his winky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cut his wife. Cut and off they his. They put it back on. They did. They reattached upside down him. though. Well, well, it wasn't the statue from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be. John Wayne Bobbitt, uh, who lost his his penis, but unfortunately had it reattached after his wife cut it off while he was sleeping mm -hmm. might lose another body part there's a report that he is uh facing a possible amputation of his left foot due to an infection Ooh. Oh, man. and oh, if this man. happens this time he'll lose an entire foot last time he only lost about two inches <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest celebrity overdose of all time overdose huh? not a laughing matter uh, Takashi 69 ended up in the hospital for mixing diet pills and McDonald's coffee, according to this report. <laughs> it's from a dangerous NME. mix. Oh Takashi uh, 69, who's a snitch, by the way, yeah. and mm -hmm. I don't know that he's gotten stitches mm -hmm. yet, but he should because that's what they say. <laughs> Takashi uh, apparently gained some weight after getting out of prison or while in prison so he's taking up a new weight loss drug called hydroxycut 
That sounds like something you would get it. That's like not a nutrition new. They've had center. that since I was in high. Yeah, yeah they've had that since I was in high school. But is that uh, some type of fen fen or stimulant? I think it's, it sounds like the kind of thing you could just buy at a, a GMC or a nutrition yeah, they, store they, or whatever. Yeah, they, no, they sell it at GNC. But a lot of those things, a lot of those things are stimulants uh, that, yeah, it, that it, increase it your heart rate. So if you increase your heart rate and you, then you take something like caffeine with with McDonald's <laughs> coffee, it might cause you know a really bad reaction. So so they're saying he was taking one taking a hydroxy cut a day, but one day he decided to take two. And he also decided to have a coffee from McDonald's on the same day. Made his heart rate jump, and he started sweating excessively. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is recovering, but when you talk about celebrity overdoses... That's a weird one. You don't hear about the uh, diet pills and coffee danger. Let me just give you a heads up on uh, television, and then we've, we've got this story about the bread at Subway. Not bread, it turns out. According to a court in Ireland, anyway. Mm-hmm. NBA Finals tonight, Game 2, is going to be tonight on ABC. Lakers host the Heat. Lakers are up one game to none. Uh, tonight, 10th season premiere of Undercover Boss on CBS. How does that still work? You know, we did that Borat trailer. The same thing, like if a weird guy with a wig shows up and starts asking. With cameras. Yeah, you know, hey, these cameras don't pay any attention to them. And also. So put me on the fry later. How do you, how do you like working here? What do you think of the CEO? How do people still fall for that? You should do Undercover Boss here. Yeah. You, yeah. Should, you should dress up in a wig. Joanna, this might be up your alley if you've got Hulu. Do you have Hulu? She must be screening a call. Tonight, series premiere of Monsterland, a horror anthology where people have encounters with mermaids, fallen angels, and other strange creatures. I like it. That sounds good. On Saturday, Chris Rock hosts the season premiere of Saturday Night Live. Megan the Stallion is the music guest. On uh, Sunday, the 10th season finale of Walking Dead. Remember, there there was a season, and then they paused for a few months. And this is the season finale, which includes the return of Maggie, played by Lauren Cohen. Then that's followed on AMC by The Walking Dead, The World Beyond, which is the, the new Walking Dead uh, spinoff. Uh, also Sunday on ABC, it's a one-hour blackish election special. All right, now let's find out about your uh, Subway bread, if you can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bread and Subway's hot sandwiches contains too much sugar to meet Ireland's legal definition for bread. It's according to the country's Supreme Court. Judge was the judgment was handed down on Tuesday in response to a Subway a Subway free cha- franchisee. They had appealed for a tax refund, arguing that bread is a staple food and therefore subject to a 0% tax rate. Well, the five judges considered the case, and they determined that Subway bread has too much sugar in it to be a part of this category and therefore is subject uh, subject to the higher tax. They say, quote, the bread supplied by Subway is in heated sandwiches. It has sugar content of 10% of the weight of the flour included in the dough. Now, the sugar content should not exceed 2% of the weight of the flour in the dough uh, to count as actual bread. So it's five times more than it should be. Um, they say that because of this, the product falls outside of the definition of bread when it comes to the purposes of the taxes. 
Um, Subway, they've released a statement saying Subway's bread is, of course, bread. We have been baking it in our restaurants for more than three decades. (laughs) And our guests keep returning for that bread. Yeah, because of the sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're addicted to the sugar now. Did you ever think when you would go eat at Subway that you were eating like a healthier alternative? Always. I've been eating it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I used to get the the wheat bread, though. Look at all that weight. Jaren lied about a lot of things, it turns (laughs) out. (laughs) But yeah, that was kind of what they hung their hat Mm -hmm. on. Look at this this morbidly obese guy who lost all this weight. You could do the same thing just by eating a healthy Subway sandwich. Uh, Mm -hmm. But you're basically eating cake. Well, if I'm going to eat cake, I want it to taste more like cake. Because I think that's what it was about. Like, if more than 10%, is that what you said, Lisa? It's got yeah, so much I, sugar, it has to be considered a pastry in Ireland. In Ireland. And in the U.S., they're like, nah, nope, that's, that's still, still bread. bread to us. <laughs> I, Ireland is an island where they consider the potato the height of uh, culinary delight. So It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Here's a crazy idea. Let's see if we can fit two segments in one segment. So let's uh, let's get an. We can't Amazon. even fit one segment know, in one segment. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try try and cram two in there today, though. So let's do. Am I the a hole? And then I've got like a science minute. Some really interesting. Well, there's an interesting uh, finding out about tattoos uh, from from the world of science. Oh. But uh, Brandon has an Am I the A-Hole scenario for us. Did this one uh, come from Reddit, or did somebody send it in for us? Well, somebody sent it in, but they sent it in from Reddit. So, oh, yes. oh, somebody, one yes, of our listeners both. sent it in, but they got it from Reddit. Yes. Yeah, and if you ever uh, stumble on one of these and um, you think it might be good enough for the morning show, you're more than welcome to do that. You can always send us a message over on the Buzz Adams Morning Show Facebook page. And if you have events going on in your life or something and you might be wondering if if you could be possibly the a-hole in the scenario and you want our opinion on it, write that up and send it just, you know, put a we note can, at the yeah, top that you don't. Out and stuff like yeah, that we'll leave the names to. out and stuff. Sure, that's not a problem. Because but you frequently can what happens on Reddit is people will use a uh, kind of a throwaway account. Mm-hmm. Because the chances are they've been on Reddit before and they have a you know a Reddit that is theirs, but then they do a throwaway account because they don't want people kind of knowing who it is right. or the people involved. The whole point is you suspect there's there's a chance you might be the a hole, but you you don't want to be. You just want an honest some honest feedback, and you get really honest feedback from strangers. So if you mm-hmm. want to remain a stranger, send us your "Am I the a hole?" scenario from your from your own life if you'd like to do that. Okay, so let's hear the uh, details, and then we'll we'll talk about it and decide who the a-hole is. All right, or if everybody's the a-hole, because that's an option. First impressions <laughs> yeah. on the title. Am I the a-hole for refusing to return a tip and telling a couple that I don't have time to play mediator? I, I need to hear it again. I'm sorry. Yeah. Am I the a-hole for refusing to return a tip and telling a couple that I don't have time to play mediator. Hmm. Whoa. I, I, I guess it sounds like this person's a server yeah. in the service industry. And they got tipped, but then they had to return it? Uh, my first instinct is to say not not the a-hole. Once you get a tip, it's yours to keep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so my first inclination would, would lean toward not the a-hole. All right. Well, here's the story. It says, 
I'm a 22 year old female waitress at Texas Roadhouse. Awesome. This is one that was my uh, own yeah, personal comment. Editorializing by, <laughs> by Brandon. Yeah. This is one of my two jobs to put myself through college. Most days are fine, but other days are a living hell. Yesterday, I was assigned a table that had a husband, wife, and what appeared to be a teenage daughter, maybe 17. Everything was going smooth at first, and the wife ordered a margarita. The husband then tried ordering a beer. The wife instantly lost her noodles and said, quote, uh, no, he will not have a beer. He will have a water, unquote. She then turned to him and said something along the lines of him not needing to drink because he was driving. And he said, no, the daughter could drive. Basically, it was all childish. Anyways, he keeps telling me he wants a beer. She keeps telling me no. In this, in, in this industry, situations are a lose-lose for waitresses. If I get him the beer, wife won't tip. If I don't get him the beer, he won't tip. Damned if I do, damned if I don't. So while they were arguing at me, I said, <laughs> quote, Listen, I really don't have time to play mediator here, unquote. They went silent. I went and got both of them their alcohol. Daughter gives me an, apologe uh, an apologetic look upon my return, presumably because her mother was acting bat bleep crazy upon seeing me bring a beer in tow. Flash forward to after their meals. Husband has had two beers at this point. Wife has stopped drinking and glares at me every time I return. Wait, wait. The wife didn't want the husband, but she wanted a drink. Yes. The wife ordered a margarita, but the husband's not allowed to have a beer. Hmm. Hmm. Wife and daughter go to the car while husband pays. Husband drops me a $40 tip on a $68 tab. I told him I couldn't accept it. He insisted. Eventually, I pocketed it. Wife comes in an hour later. <sighs> oh, that, wife's a, that wife's a bitch. Demand I can tell you that right now. I don't, I, look, I don't, I, don't, I don't hold by calling women bitches, mm -hmm. but, but this one is really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this one's appropriate. Yeah, you don't hear me call women bitches no, all the time. Never. She's wife comes in an hour later demanding that I give her the $40 her <laughs> husband gave me, stating that I was a terrible host <laughs> and went against her and I don't deserve the tip. She got my manager involved who said, quote, she is not obligated to give you her yep. tip. You left the restaurant and the tip has already been processed. Have a nice night, unquote. She was, <laughs> she was fuming, screaming at me about how much of an a-hole I was for supplying her husband alcohol after she said no. Other guests started chiming in. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to Texas Roadhouse yeah. more often. Saying that she was being ignorant and that I was just doing my job. Did they start throwing peanut shells at her? Uh, that'd be great. <laughs> no, they don't do those anymore. They don't have the peanut shells since COVID-19. Serious? Yeah. God. Um... <laughs> That I was just doing my job, which is to provide guests with what they want, and said that it wasn't my fault that she was a controlling wife. She stormed Dang, out. I didn't know I was in the restaurant that day. Given, <laughs> the, <laughs> given the fact I was put on the spot like that, I feel insanely guilty. Am I the a-hole? No, no, she is the opposite. No, like she, she is actively, aggressively not an a-hole in this situation. The fact that she thinks she is kind of speaks... To the quality of her character, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. that she thinks she might have done something wrong. I'm trying to think if there's anything she could have done different that could have, you know, smoothed over the situation. Well, there are some people, um, I, the, the consensus is no, she's, she's not the a-hole. But there are some people that have chimed in saying it, it might have been better and more professional if you had just said... I will come back later and take your order. Yeah, instead of saying, I don't have time to play mm -hmm. mediator, that might have been the, I mean, 
she's totally right. You know? Yeah, she's but busy. Yeah. She doesn't have time to play media. And the consensus they get pretty busy much. at Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, they do because it's amazing. Yeah. Um, she's like, I have to go do a birthday dance over there. Okay, I'm busy right now. <laughs> yeah, saddle up, saddle up. Um, but the consensus pretty much no, she's not the a hole. Some of course people not. saying you could have possibly handled this differently by doing this. But even then, that's a that's not enough to make you an a hole. And yeah, the wife is has a lot of problems. And then the, the top answer on the board also said, uh, in my opinion, not the a-hole. The manager had your back, which was really good. The other customers did as well. And really, <laughs> the wife is upset with the husband, not you. I just can't believe she had the audacity to go back into the restaurant an hour later, mm-hmm. look for the server. And ask for and the 40 then, bucks. Why did, yeah. the, why did the husband admit that he get, left such a nice... Why did he tell the wife that he left a big tip? Right. Because probably the wife was arguing with him at home. And he said, well, I gave him a tip because I got my drink. Probably it was like he was explaining why her behavior was so beyond the pale. And it was like, to illustrate, I left her 48, whatever it was, $48 tip just because you were being such a bitch. His words, not mine. Or it could be the wife goes through his wallet. Yeah, if the wife is already saying you're not drinking, there's a she big chance like she's already going through Guys, his wallet. I yeah. think there's some problems in that marriage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that couple. Uh, it's like that couple in waiting where he's like, ah, it's her birthday, give her the coke. Yeah, right. I just yeah, I who can't feels bad for the teenage daughter? Oh God, yeah. Oh, like she gosh. already knows. I'm right, so, so sorry about my mother. Settled. Ugh. I feel bad because they might get a divorce. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, but she's a teenager. She's almost out of the house. She had some good years with him, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so settled. I mean, nobody thinks that this waitress was no. was anything out of line. No. Yeah. All right. Agreed. All right. I've got news notes here. So <laughs> we're going to start off with dinosaurs. We also have uh, a way that they might be able to tell if a video is a deep fake, and also uh, some fi- scientific findings about tattoos. So, uh, you know what? I'm looking at the time. I'm looking at everything. I better do all of these stories when I come back in a minute. That's just the wise decision. Nico, I need to ask you a question. You Mm. need to promise you're not going to laugh at me, okay? No promises. (laughs) Joanna, you don't laugh either. I'm sorry. Definitely no promises there. (laughs) Yeah. On my way into... This is like the one time where he's going to tell us, hey, what I'm saying right now, don't laugh at. Don't. Do not. Nobody. You know what? He gets bent out of shape when we don't laugh at the joke. This is a real thing. Dormammu, I have come to make a bargain. (laughs) Now we laugh at it. (laughs) Here's what happened, and I need you to tell me. So on the way into work, I was smoking one of my little cigars. That's yeah. not code. It's, you, you know, those little Sancho Ponds. It sounds like code. <laughs> Laced with marijuana. No, no. So it gets it's down to the very hole. end, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flick it out the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flittering. No, it's not, because Flittering. it's it's not. it doesn't have a filter. It's not oh, paper. Okay. It's just made out of leaf. You know, it's mm-hmm. completely natural. Yeah. Well, the tobacco. From ashes to ashes. But the yeah. tobacco still gets in the water system, which is uh, toxic. Right, to well, I didn't nice. throw it in an ocean, Let's, Brandon. Wait. Hear the rest of the story. Because <laughs> so I flick it out the window. <laughs> I drive another 20 or 30 seconds, and then all of a sudden I feel something burning mm-hmm. my back. Mm-hmm. I think, okay, what did we say about laughing? That's not a laugh. That's uh, I'm my, having an yeah, asthmatic Yeah, you didn't say attack. Brandon or me. <laughs> yes, true. My back is burning. It gets better. 
It gets better. <laughs> now I I've I've ashed on the front like ruined a suit jacket and stuff like just that two before. weeks ago we were sitting outside and you did it to your pants. So yeah. it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So I've never done it in a way that it was behind me. So I thought maybe the dangers of driving and smoking. The the ash or the cigarette might have got caught in the wind, gone behind, gone behind down you. the back of mm-hmm. my shirt. Been there. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might have a hole in the back of my shirt, mm-hmm. but I need someone to take a look and confirm. And I don't want to be made fun of. When I got out of the, so I pulled over and I'm getting out of the car. No cigar stub falls out. No ash falls Can out. You check so your I'm, pants. Oh my God! You think it might have like gone I down think my it might have shirt fallen and down your down crack my pants? Yeah. <laughs> good idea. I, f- I feel like your crack would have filtered it like a gutter. Or down. It's like a funnel system. It's a funnel down. I'm going to stand up. I need you to tell me without ridiculing or just making turn, fun. Turn, okay. just turn around. Just, Did I burn a hole? Face. Let's see. It. Turn around. <laughs> what? I'm not there. There's tell me what's happening. Oh, that's a big <laughs> hole. It's a big hole. It's a big oh hole. It's Hold pretty on. good. I gotta wait for it to wait pop it up to on, the, on the camera. On the camera, yeah. I know. I'm pulling mine up too. Oh, you can't see it on the God, camera. God, there's too much of a delay today. Come on. That's really funny. Where's so, the, where's where's this hole at? Is it like his shoulder? Uh, no, it's like on his flank, like on the back flank. It, 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 oh my god, he's somehow, turning around right now. Like if you're if you're butchering a cow, it would you be where kinda, you get the loin you could, from. Okay, you can kind of see it. It's is yeah. it on the left side? Yeah. Somehow, when you turned around, you saw it. Yeah, yeah there right it there. Is. There it is. You need to put some moisturizer on your elbows too while we're at okay, it. Okay, fine. Somehow, <laughs> start calling him Ashy Buzz. This <laughs> cigarette, not a cigarette, but a cigar butt, boomeranged mm-hmm. when. Down the collar of my <laughs> neck thought, into yep. the back. I drive for twenty or thirty seconds, and then all of a sudden, ha! Your ah, back is on ah, fire. Yes, yeah. I, but when I didn't find a butt, I thought, well, maybe there's a fire ant. Well, we that somehow <laughs> got in, you know, or something. I think during the break, you need to go to the bathroom and check your pants. Check my pants yeah. for the for the butt. That or some <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> there's a butt in there. I can tell you that already. People have always been saying I don't have a butt. So. It's the Buzz Adams Morning. Show podcast. All right, the president has COVID nineteen. President's wife has COVID nineteen. Where do they think they got it? Probably from Hope Hicks, who uh, is one of uh, Donald Trump's. I thought she left the. I thought she left working in the White House. Is she back on board because it's the election? I thought she had. Uh, She's back as an advisor. As an advisor, so. She was traveling around. They were talking about at the debate on Tuesday that it it was like in stark contrast. So Joe Biden came in. You know, Joe Biden doesn't show up at the debate by himself. So he walks in and all of his people wear masks because it was required. Mm -hmm. They said that Trump's entourage, including his family, walked in wearing masks because it was required. But as soon as they got to their seats, they all took it Mm -hmm. off. So there's they're talking about this whole culture in the White House that beyond masks not being encouraged you would be kind of shamed or made fun of or possibly ridiculed ridiculed yeah. retaliated maybe against if you wore a mask so maybe because of this we'll get the president and i think there are a lot of anti-maskers who would listen to him 
Absolutely. This is... <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching the news, and there's a video of him at this rally, and he's handing out merch, like, make America great again to the to the audience. I'm like, man, can you imagine if you're like, I got a hat from the president, and now you're like... <laughs> and coronavirus. I got a hat from the president. I got yeah. the, but it's the president's coronavirus. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's another thing, because right now the White House is doing contact tracing, trying to figure out who was near him and who may have possibly gotten the virus. So like on Monday, he was at various events at the White House. Tuesday, he had the debate. Wednesday was at a campaign rally. Thursday, fundraisers and testing um, happened. So there's various different events that he's been at. And I mean, that's a that's a good point is that at this campaign rally, he was handing out hats and things. And so uh, he attended this rally with Hope Hicks. So th- there's a chance that if you did get like a hat or something, we may want to go get tested. Well, I had heard that after she had gotten a, a positive test back, they tested uh, the, the president and his wife. But while they were waiting for their test to come back, he still went to fundraisers. Yeah, he, he still, still went, went to f- on Fox uh, News at, on fundraisers. Uh, the, yesterday, a fundraiser campaign stops. Campaign stops at Bedminster. He was he was shaking hands with. Uh, Donors, things like that. Okay. Uh, here is the debate on Tuesday. Keep in mind, this was barely 48 hours ago, and during the debate, the president mocked Joe Biden about wearing masks. Yeah, tonight, perfectly safe. Everybody's had a test. Everybody's but then tomorrow. You know, I do very well on tests. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't really sound as good. Two days later. I mean, it didn't sound good except to his base, but I just wonder what the base is thinking now when they hear what the president just said and compare it to what he has said for months now. And I just think that if the president from the beginning had listened to his experts, because he himself is not a medical expert, listened to Dr. Fauci, listened to Dr. Redfield, that there might be... Americans who are dead now that might still be alive because the president is supposed to lead, and the best way to lead is by example. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not gloating over this. I just hope that something constructive might possibly mm-hmm. come out of it. Uh, all right, you ready for our little uh, science update? Yeah! Okay, yeah. here you go. In Jurassic Park, they pulled all their dino DNA from mosquitoes that were frozen in amber. Not frozen like cold, but, you know, they'd been stuck in amber. Uh, Stuff like that was not possible in real life. What? Until now. (gasps) Researchers in... Hold on a second. Don't get ahead of yourself. I thought their science was so good. Dino DNA. (laughs) (laughs) I won't believe it until a little cartoon strand of DNA tells me (laughs) that it's true, but researchers in Europe managed to pull DNA from insects that had been frozen in tree resin for six years. Now, there's there's a difference between six years and 70 million Well, there's a couple-year difference, yeah. But it wasn't thought to be possible with to do that with something that had been in there for six years, they are already trying to do it with older samples. So, once again, interesting. Don't get carried away. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we're going to be able to get Dinosaurs? dino DNA. Uh, there's another story about deepfake videos 
The scary thing about deep fake videos is there's a concern that they'll look so real we won't be able to know what's real or fake. Some people say the biggest concern is they'll put something out, it, it makes somebody look like they did something they didn't do. I think the biggest concern is that somebody could actually do something and then claim, well, you can't prove it, it could have been a deep fake. Like, mm -hmm. you would never know what to believe anymore. But researchers ha might have a fix. These are researchers in New York. They say it, it, it's possible to identify deepfake videos by looking for a heartbeat. Hmm. As blood circulates in your face, it causes subtle changes that you can't see with the naked eye. But special software could pick it up. So there's a possibility that using this technology, you could tell if a video shows the real person talking or not. Oh, wow. Uh, and final story here. A study in the journey, Journal of Applied Physiology found that tattoos can damage sweat glands and make it harder for your body to cool down itself. I had seen uh, an investigative piece on, I think it was 60 Minutes, but it could have been Vice or something like that about the Yakuza. Mm -hmm. You know who the Yakuza are? Uh, like Japanese mobsters. Yeah, Japanese mobsters. And the story was about how they get such extensive tattooing that as mm -hmm. Yakuza members get older, they don't sweat enough. Mm -hmm. And some of the older Yakuza bosses need organ transplants. I think, uh, would that be kidney, Nico? Excuse me? The Yakuza bosses, as they get older, and, you know, it's a violent lifestyle. Uh, so liver they, transplants. Yeah, so a liver transplant. And yeah. what they were finding was that they were using their money to get to the front of transplants for livers mm -hmm. in other countries where they didn't have tight rules. So these people who had been lifelong gangsters, the fact that they, you know, almost every inch of their body below the neck was tattooed, mm -hmm. caused them not to sweat enough. Their liver went bad. Not just that; they get hepatitis from from a lot of the. You could get hepatitis, tattoos. but mm -hmm. but this That's was specifically. This was specifically, you know, because of the tattoos, these bosses needed to get the transplants, and they would use their money, their ill-gotten gains, to get the transplant. Mm -hmm. But since we're talking, I'm sure, like your tribal band or you know your your tramp stamp. Not going to do too much. probably not going to do enough Unless you need to, to sweat in the small of your back. <laughs> well, sometimes you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when, like when there's a burning cigar on your back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did sweat. Believe me. Uh, and I did go and check my pants. No cigar butt in my pants at all. No butt at all in my pants. Uh, <laughs> that's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think, you know, if you've got a which a lot of people do have a few tattoos, probably not going to make a difference. But if you're heavily tattooed... Like, what about those people that get full-body tattoos? Yeah, I think they're saying yeah. that could be a real concern because your body has a hard time cooling itself down and sweating might become an issue and might eventually, in the long term, lead to some kind of uh, organ failure. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, Joanna's going to bring us our entertainment news coming up here in just a few moments. Nico has been tweeting oh, away. Oh, Joanna, you must have done really good with entertainment news yesterday because he wants to do it again today. Oh, I'm so happy. Well, oh, yeah. I don't want to catch any more flack. Flack from Joanna. I mean, that's... <laughs> you don't want to catch any more heat. You got enough of that on your back on the car mm -hmm. ride in, huh? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's just weird, though. That, hey, uh, you should that... go to the doctor because anytime you get a burning sensation down there is... It's in my back. Well, it's not we don't there. know. But exactly. <laughs> I know exactly what's going on. Nico has been, uh, would it be fair tweeting? to say, 
that you have been preoccupied with uh, what's going on between Turkey and Armenia? Yes. All right. Yeah. Have you guys heard about this? Did you? Oh yeah, my I best heard there was Armenian. a there was a Holocaust a oh. uh, hundred years ago. Yeah, you hear about this? You hear about this Holocaust that happened a hundred yeah, years the ago? Crazy, wacky stuff with that Holocaust. So, uh, what's that? <laughs> this is. Um, is this what you guys do when you hang out together? Yeah, this yeah, is pretty much. <laughs> so. So yeah, yeah there was Nico's a- been on message boards, like really going at it with the with yeah. Nineteen fifteen, uh, Armenia was under attack by Turkey. Five hundred thousand to a million Armenians were displaced in the Armenian diaspora. Many of them came to Los Angeles and Glendale, where they eventually mm-hmm. became the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now uh, there is a conflict with Azerbaijan and, and Turkey again, and it's it's, it's reflared. And um, it's just another excuse for Turkey to continue its um, human atrocities against. Armenia. So Turkey was the Ottoman Empire back in those days, and uh, there was persecution of of the Armenians, which they denied. I yeah, mean, they, you want to talk about it? There's been a Holocaust. To this day, to this day, they deny that the Holocaust ever happened. And you're saying that there are some machinations that are going on right now that. Yeah. Well, so the Armenia so and what's Azer- the argument? Who's arguing about this? Armenia and Az- Azerbaijan share a border, and they also share a, a line called the Nagorno-Karabakh line of contact. Now, that's that's where their territorial disputes start. But Azerbaijan's backed by Turkey, and they're mostly Muslim uh, majority nations, and Armenia is mostly a Christian majority nation, um, but it also has the backing of Russia. So right now, it's just a very, very bad situation for them. And and I feel like not a lot of people know about it. There's just so much other news going on in the world that, that this is kind of getting downplayed. But there's already been 5,000 uh, casualties. Armenians, uh, civilians have been uh, killed. So I, I find this a very personal All right. issue. As, well, as you should, you're Armenian. I think I'm Armenian, yeah. You, well, you are. My you last name I says am. I am. I know nothing I else am. about it. I am, yeah. 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 Most are, I think, is it most or all Armenians, their last names end with I-A-N? I-N or Y-A-N. Yeah. Yes. And it basically means son of. So it'd be like Johnson or... Mech. What? O, like O in front of an Irish name means son of. O'Reilly is son of O'Reilly. Mick is... O'Reilly. Son of auto parts. Son of auto parts. All right, well... You guys are dumb. Well, here's here's something problematic uh, uh, since the diagnosis of Hope Hicks with COVID-19. The president went ahead with an indoor fundraiser. Lisa referenced this. It took a moment for it to set in. After what the White House knew that Hope Hicks had tested positive for COVID-19 and that she had been in close contact with the Trumps, Mm -hmm. with that information, the president went ahead and held an indoor fundraiser. He's like, I'm going to do it. There had to have at least been a suspicion or a strong uh, indication that it was possible the president and others in his entourage, the first lady and others, had COVID-19. But it was more important to do the fundraiser. I mean, this kind of underscores that people getting sick, getting COVID-19 doesn't matter to Trump, even when it's his own supporters, even when it's fundraisers. So to get into these fundraisers, you, you have to be a, don- a pretty big donor. It didn't matter to him. He knew there was a chance he had COVID-19, and but he went ahead with the at fundraiser. Rally. At the rally, he took his hat off and mm. threw it out into the crowd. Uh, is that the fundraiser you're talking about? I think, no, this was, the, this See, was in, the, in Duluth, Minnesota. I'm, I'm he draw- did a rally. I'm drawing the like things that were known 
after it was things that happened after it was known that that Trump might have COVID nineteen, they had that knowledge and they went ahead with the fundraiser. He wasn't with his enemies. He was with his biggest supporters at this fundraiser. And the fact that he might have COVID-19 didn't matter to him. Um, Also, you know, the high road here obviously is not to do I told you so or to wish ill upon Mm -hmm. the president or the first lady. I think it's at least worth acknowledging that four years ago at right around this time, you know what, the exact same day, October 2nd, 2016, Trump was at a rally, then candidate Trump, and he was mocking Hillary Clinton because she had pneumonia. Remember, she had to she had to get off the campaign trail for mm-hmm. a few days because she had pneumonia. So without making fun of this president for having uh, COVID-19, I think we can at least acknowledge what was going on four years ago to the date when he was talking to his supporters about Hillary Clinton having pneumonia. Nico, can you see what he's doing? He's he's mimicking like how she's walking and how sick she is. He's he's doing his antics making fun of of her being sick. Oh my god. And now he's pantomiming mocking her. Yeah, he's he's mocking how a sick person in his mind would walk. Uh it has some similarities with how he mocks disabled people. Um you know they they say that there's a tweet for everything, there's a really ironic Trump tweet for every situation. This one mm-hmm. is so ironic that it also falls exactly four years later. So a little more. Once again, take the high road. Don't take the Trump road. The mm-hmm. Trump road is to make fun of people when they get sick, like he did and four years ago. it'll bite you in the butt. Yeah. More pantomime, more acting. Oh, my God. So, so, so when people right now are saying nobody should be gloating, nobody should say... Uh, oh, make make fun of Trump. You yeah, know? you if you don't gloat or you don't wish ill upon him, you are doing the opposite of what he, he would be doing. He would taking the high road, right? So I I would just hope that America as a whole would take the high road, and that the enduring legacy of this president would be what we don't want to be. Uh, Chopper, hello, buddy. Good morning. How are you, bud? Doing good, Chopper. What's up? Um, I took the news of Trump contracting COVID as hopefully a sign that our country will now take this more seriously, wear our masks and everything. And I was sharing what what I heard with my friends, and a a friend of mine shared an opinion that I thought was worthy of sharing with you. Uh, He doesn't think that Trump actually has coronavirus because the only proof we have right now is his tweet. Well, his doctor. I mean, he's got a White House physician who says that he does. So at least, um, you know, hopefully that I've person told doesn't lie. That, that, that we need to still wait until we have more proof. Because what if this is a publicity stunt where he's going to come out in a few days saying, "I feel great. I took this vaccine or this miracle drug that we've been working on," and it's just right. to like make him look like more of a superhero in a certain oh. way. To, yeah, to and his. this is a point I mean, that I saw last night too. On my own. A friend of mine back home texted this to me after I told him the news, and I was like, ah. Yeah, hold, okay. I, I think Lisa, Lisa, I don't think Chopper can hear you. We can hear you. You're yeah. saying, uh, hold yeah, on, you're I, not going to hear this I, Chopper, but Lisa's saying something right now. Yeah, um, I did get it. someone who wrote that as well to me last night and said, do you think this is all just a stunt, though, and that he's going to come back and say, see, I'm 74, and I'm fine, and I took the vaccine, and I'm doing great. So, yeah, that's the one thing is we're hoping that the White House doctor wouldn't lie about this. 
Uh, real quick, I think uh, I, you didn't hear any of that, Chopper, but I, I don't think uh, a vaccine, well, I'm, I'm sure of it, a vaccine doesn't cure something you already have. A vaccine is a preventative mm-hmm. that you take ahead of time to, to get your immune system ready. So, um, to me too, but I'm just saying I, I, I have, I, we've heard so many falsehoods from him. We've heard so many, I mean, his, his version of the reality when, he, when it comes out of his mouth doesn't seem to mesh up with what we see in the real world. And so I wouldn't put it above him and his tribe to try and dupe us the, because, because his, his following his base is going to eat that up if that's the case. If, if he's going to come out and be like, oh, look, I'm fine. The, the, the thing is, I mean, there is enough that's outrageous about all this. We don't have to speculate. Mm-hmm. In cons- we don't have to get into conspiracy territory. The fact that I just played a clip from four years ago to the day where he was mocking Hillary Clinton and her unfitness to be president because she had pneumonia. Um, you know, if I were going to go with any conspiracy, which I'm not, Chopper, I would go to the one that... Tuesday's debate performance was so disastrous and so damaging. And the past 48 hours, Trump has been saying that Biden is going to try and get out of the rest of the debates. If I were going to go with a kind of out there conspiracy, it would be that this is Trump's way of avoiding the debate. Because I I, I mean, I think that was a real sea change, just the the way that a lot of Republicans, even Mitch McConnell and uh, Lindsey Graham, were more willing to say that, you know, hey, Trump really... It's unacceptable that he won't condemn white supremacy. Uh, I just see it as a big, major sea change since Tuesday. And I I could see the president being convinced that he lost a lot of support and a lot of people saw the man behind the curtain on that debate with Joe Biden. All right, Chopper, always glad to hear from you. I appreciate it. You guys be good. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. As we get ready for the weekend, let's throw it over to Joanna, who has our entertainment news ready to go. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Three months after being canceled at Paramount Network, Cops has quietly resumed filming. The show is filming again to fulfill commitments in overseas territories and is not set to air anywhere in the United States. The long-running series has crews working in Spokane County, Washington. Spokane. Re- I'm pretty sure that's Spokane. Spokane. Yeah. Spokane. Like the city. Like the city. Okay. Uh, release notes that two crews from the show began filming in September and will remain in the area through early November. Is the reason they, they quit running cops because of the, I don't know, yes. kind of the bad publicity police have gotten? Yes. They don't agree with that. I think that that's the key. Every Every police... Uh, unit should have cameras on them. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. Okay. But <laughs> we'll we'll show our police to foreign audiences, just not the American audience. <laughs> yeah. The next Spider-Man movie is getting a major jolt. Jamie Foxx, who played Electro in 2014's The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which starred uh, Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, is in final talks to reprise the role for the latest Spider-Man installment starring Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Story details are being kept under wraps, but having Fox return is a stunner as it shows a further melding of the previous Spider-Man movies into the current Holland series. I don't... I don't like it. I like the part. <laughs> I don't uh, like it. They, no. When they showed J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Right. Simmons, at the end of Far From Far Home, From Home, I love that. 
that the Andrew Garfield, the first movie was all right. The second one, they need to keep the stink of that movie off of any <laughs> Marvel property going forward. But and what did I, you think about Jamie Foxx as Electro? Fine. He was fine. <laughs> fine. It was the movie. Would you that like was, to see him back, though? So then maybe it'll be a better story with this new one with... Uh, but the Tom problem Holland. is, it's every third Spider-Man movie, and this will be a third, <laughs> third Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie. And they're already off he was the in side. a Spider-Man movie. I don't even think I saw he that. Was one. Electro yeah. in the Amazing the, Two? It, yeah, it was the the ones before the MCU with Andrew. It's Garfield. the one with Emma Stone. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't see those. I, I I just think it's better to keep the the stank of that movie out of Tom the Holland's stink. way because these have been good movies so far. But Brandon is very right. <laughs> The third Spider-Man movie. Well, oh, no. no, it was the second movie for the Amazing Spider-Man. They didn't. The, it was the second movie, and they just. They, it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, they didn't even a, go to a third. Right. Movie. It was yeah. so bad. They just abandoned ship. Do which you, it, <laughs> it was the right move. Do you consider Into the Spider-Verse part of the three? Wouldn't no. that technically be the? Th- okay. No, I don't. It's a cartoon. That's its own thing. That's a great That's movie. That's a by great the way. movie, though. Have you seen that one, Buzz? Yeah. Yes. He has. Okay. I saw it. I know that a lot of people liked it, and let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Saturday Night Live returns with a bang this weekend, right as election season hits full swing. It was previously announced that Maya Rudolph would reprise an Emmy Award-winning role as Kamala Harris, while comedian Jim Carrey will join this season to play Joe Biden. Dude, have you seen the pictures of him? Yes. And finally Great. got their first look. Uh, the two transform for their roles in an 18-second teaser. The clip shows Carrie donning a convincing head of white hair while Rudolph adjusts her own brown bob before, before both suit up and stand back-to-back. It was also announced that Alec Baldwin will be returning to, portray, to portray President Trump. Woo. Season 46 kicks off with host Chris Rock and musical guest Megan Thee Stallion. And finally, are you ready to return to the dojo? Well, Cobra yes! Kai Season 3 may not debut on Netflix <laughs> until next year. William Zapka, who plays Johnny Lawrence, has been busy teasing the upcoming episodes, calling them unpredictable. The second season of Cobra Kai left things up in the air for some of its characters Dude, as the two so schools found themselves in an all-out brawl. That Wait. last episode of Season 2 was amazing. It was real good. William Zapka took to Twitter with a special tweezer, which may not spell any good news for one of the Cobra Kai students. Buzz, I sent you a clip. Oh. Through the, the Skype. <laughs> oh, through the Skype. Doesn't pay attention to me. Like anymore. a Swiss watch. Yeah, right. No, he only wants your input when he needs to figure out if he burnt his back or not <laughs> with a cigar. That's it? That's what no, you want oh, me to see? Keep going. <gasps> Does Miguel die? I wasn't going to mention it, but yeah. Yeah, whatever. Watch the damn show. It's yeah, I don't watch this show, so I have no <laughs> right. idea what this means. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't really Dude, I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, watch well, the show. Well, for the ones who do see it, that does not mean anything good for those who have seen it. All right. I, I've watched it, and I have enjoyed it. I even watched it when, when it was on YouTube. Yes, you were cooler than everybody else. Yeah. But can we all <laughs> just stop for a, for a moment and acknowledge that the acting is really, really bad? It's really bad, but it yeah. gets really good in season two. Isn't it nice that somebody like Willie, William Zabka can come back from obscurity? Yes. And now be a star. I could say the same thing for, for Ralph, Ralph Macchio. Macchio. 
I think the only thing he really did after uh, my cousin Vinny in between this and uh, Co- and that and Cobra Kai was he had he played himself in Entourage. He, oh yeah. He wasn't allowed at the Playboy Mansion because he and Polly Shore let out a bunch of monkeys. <laughs> I like catching up on what's up with Daniel Larusa, but there's more, La and Russa? that's why Larusa. Larusa, yeah. That's Daniel Larusus. Yeah, <laughs> it's from the show. You can't you laugh at that, Nico. It. Come on, I haven't got it. It's that. funny okay. by itself. I don't want any spoilers <laughs> except one. Does uh, Elizabeth Shue show up in the first if season? If you saw the second season, you'd see that there's a teaser that yeah, she could be coming back. Dude, all right. I'm uh, telling you, look, the, I, I I agree. The acting is is show. bad. It's super cheesy. And when I turned it on, the first episode. I was like, okay, I see what Buzz Laura. says. Like, this is super, like, the acting's not that great. This is super It's cheesy. distracting. The and acting then, nah, is so bad, especially ah, the kid actors no, are so distracting. Of, but then out of nowhere, all of a sudden, They're I was so like dist- four to five episodes in, and I'm like, this is amazing. I can't turn this off. And yeah. then I marathoned the hell out of it. And I'm telling you, season two, the way that that season ends is one of the greatest season finales of any TV show I've ever hmm. seen. Nico, did I, did I told you about, like, there are good garbage shows and bad garbage shows. <laughs> this is a good one. Yeah. This, this is a good actually, garbage this is, show. This is a great one. This is All a right. great show. Cobra Kai never dies. Okay? Yeah. I like member berries so much that I am um, starting something called the E-R-M-C-U. That is the extended Ralph Macchio cinematic universe. Uh-huh. So we've been able to catch up with with Daniel Larusso. Aren't you, isn't anybody interested in what sure. Eugene Martone has been up to? The last we saw, he was hanging out with this old blues man. He beat Satan's uh, guitar player, Steve Vai. Did he go on to become uh, a great guitar, a blues guitar player? Did he marry Jamie Gertz? We don't know. Maybe they bring <laughs> back Crossroads to Netflix. <laughs> so I just want to know if I got anybody else on board to support the ERMCU Well, there's project. not a lot. To, okay, he's been in the Outsiders, Karate Kid, and oh, Crossroads. You don't. He was in my, my cousin, cousin Vinny. Vinny. Yeah, my cousin Vinny. We need to great. find out if okay, Dancing look, with the Stars. Step, one step at a time, dude. I got to find out what happens in Cobra Kai. All right. <laughs> I would love to see, like, a 30 years later, what's up with... What was his name? Was his name Bill? Yeah, he was Bill Gambini in My Mr. Cousin Vinny. Does Mr. Gambini continue to practice law? Right. Does, does uh, Mona Lisa... Finally have get a pregnant? baby? Right, because, you know, her biological tick was... Clock was her ticking like this. biological clock. T- clock was ticking like this. Well, Carbokai premieres on Netflix next year. It's already been That's filmed and edited. That's all we know is That's next year? That's all we know. Well, look, I mean, we got Mandalorian coming up, so that's good. We, You know, the new episode of The Boys, you know, we got oh, that. that's today. I'm I just want to know what the hell happened. Oh my God, Are you going to start The Boys, Joanna? I'll start The Boys. Come on, Joanna. They talk about the Golden Girls. Oh, a lot of Golden Girl references yeah. in uh, yeah, a lot this of new season girls. of The Boys. The Frenchman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Frenchy. Oh, Frenchy, Frenchy loves. Yeah. I love Frenchy. Mm-hmm. Did you want to Wait, tell have you him seen about it the... I've seen the first season. Oh, I just okay. haven't seen the second. Did you want to tell him about the massive penis that was around your neck? <laughs> <laughs> love sausage. <laughs> love sausage, guys. 
This is the month of October. Here are a few things to look forward to in October. Lots of sports. NFL season continues. NBA Finals got started a couple of nights ago and continues tonight. Baseball playoffs are on. Game one of the World Series is going to be October 20th. There haven't been a lot of uh, new movies this year, but a big one got announced yesterday. The new Borat sequel hits Amazon Prime yes. on October 23rd. Is that going to be you just watch it on Amazon Prime, or yeah. is, are they going to do a Mulan and you got to you got to pay for it? I think if you it's just straight it. up on on Amazon Prime. Isn't if it? if they were charging for it based on how much you enjoyed the trailer for Borat two, I would might you, you might pay to watch it. I might. I definitely might pay to watch it. Mr. Penis, I bring you woman. Mike Penis. <laughs> I'm upset because I'm the one that put the baby in her. <laughs> Have you ever put the baby in your daughter? <laughs> Bunch of big TV shows uh, return this month. Saturday Night Live tomorrow. We talked about The Bachelorette. Get started on October 13th. The Amazing Race on the 14th. Shark Tank the 16th. New season of The Voice on the 19th. Big Brother on the 28th. Season 2 of The Mandalorian hits Disney Plus October 30th. Uh, Halloween's the it's big... It's always the weirdest part of it. Yeah. Like, the Halloween gotta... All right, in addition to Halloween, there are a few more things to mark on your calendar. National Taco Day and National Vodka Day are this Sunday. Yeah. Columbus Day is October the 12th. That's National Taco Day, not a Tuesday. So, uh, That's a good point. This is real. Friday, October the 23rd is Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. Done. All among right. other things. Ooh, which one do we get yeah, to pick? Yeah, who would you who would you guys pick? Buzz. 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 Oh. <laughs> you know, I, that's hurtful that you say that because my annoying employee doesn't even work for this radio station. They just work in the building. <laughs> You're okay. For a different radio station. Is it is it Steve? <laughs> no. No, I can guarantee oh, who it is. Oh, Buzz. I wouldn't slap anybody, though, because that's not appropriate behavior. Mm-hmm. You can't a, slap women. Let's go get a, <laughs> Actually, this one may slap back, so go for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to slap anybody, guys. That. She might shake Slapping you is back. Not cool. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, I've got a true crime report ready. And the true crime report, surprise, surprise, has a Florida man story, so... Do you guys want to play Florida Man game today? Absolutely. All right. All right. We'll get into the true crime report coming up here in just a few minutes. President Trump, his wife uh, Melania, and uh, advisor Hope Hicks have all tested positive for COVID-19. You know, maybe this will drive home the message that COVID-19 can, can hit people, even people who are, are well protected, mm-hmm. because you have to be tested days ahead of time before you meet with the president. So, if, you know, if you're going to be in the same room with the president, there are these protocols you go through. I mean, he hasn't done everything to prevent getting coronavirus. Like, I mean, wearing a mask comes right to Do mind. Do you think there's probably a lapse in testing? Like, he might have just not, not been tested this week, and that's why it was so easy to catch? No, I, I think they take it very seriously, even if they don't take take it seriously out in public. I think as far as the president's safety, they take it pretty seriously. But, you know, when his family and entourage walked into the debate on Tuesday, they, they made a spectacle. I mean, it was they did it 
to draw attention, they they all took down their masks. They were trying to send down send out their message, mm-hmm. and I guess their message is, you don't need to wear a mask, and we're not going to. So they were required to wear a mask to come into the venue, but they made they made a show out of taking mm-hmm. you know that was done for the cameras of taking the masks off. I, I think the most upsetting thing that I've heard is that after they knew that Hope Hicks had tested positive for COVID-19 and that she had been mm-hmm. in close contact with the president, they went ahead and held a fundraiser in which the president was face-to-face with donors. Shaking hands. Pressing the flesh. You betcha. Kissing babies. I mean, this means that at this point, there had to have been an, at least an indication that, that the president might have COVID-19. And instead of canceling this event, they went ahead and have had it. I know that Trump doesn't care about the health of regular Americans. He doesn't even care about the health of his biggest donors. It was more important that he have things done his way than I, I would have thought, okay, well, at least he cares about the people that donate a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that is not the case at all either. Um, they are saying that the RNC chair... Uh, Ronna McDaniels? Repub- yeah, has tested positive. Okay. For COVID. And she is now recovering home in Michigan. Uh, this came down like an hour ago, I believe. Uh, they said that after... A, but I don't think she's been in contact with the president. Because it says here that someone in her family tested positive. So um, she got tested this week and on Wednesday got the confirmation that she was COVID positive. Uh, so they say that she has been at home, though, in Michigan since last Saturday. I encourage uh, people, whichever side you fall on is uh, your opinion of Donald Trump, uh, to take the high road here. I mean, yeah. because that is just something that is going to be weapon- weaponized. You know, if people, they are I saying that he has mild they, symptoms. Okay. He, he is suffering from mild symptoms right now. But um, Amy Conan, uh, Coney Barrett, the Supreme Court nominee, Ivanka Trump, Jared Kushner, um, uh, they have all tested negative so far, as well as Mike Pence, his wife, and Mike Pompeo. It, the the next debate, which was going to be a town hall-style debate, was scheduled for the 15th of this month. Is that off? Because, you know, 14 days is what we hear for quarantine, right? Well, it's actually 10. So um, when you do get the notification that you are positive, just because usually it's like a day or two, I guess, or they say that is um, the notice that you get from the uh, state usually says to quarantine for 10 days. So they'll probably have him quarantine for 10, test him again, and they'll probably test him daily, to be honest, um, but to see uh, where he is. And then whenever he's negative, I, I bet he's going to want to go. See, I think there's a part of Trump that I, I, I don't think they're faking that he has coronavirus because I've seen that out there before. But I think there's a part mm-hmm. of him that's relieved because as as much as he's blustered since Tuesday, it's pretty obvious that 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 was disastrous for him. His performance Tuesday at he the won. debate. You can hear he won according to all those polls. Yeah. Yeah. The polls from where Fox, Breitbart, and OAN. Yeah, I think they're online polls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I think he might be relieved if he can use this as an excuse to get out of uh, debating Joe Biden again, if he can. Hello, Joe. Good morning. Hi, Joe. What's up? Well, uh, since you're talking about Trump right now, I woke up with this uh, news, too, also in the morning. And I told my wife, uh, I told you know what? 
Maybe it's time to start playing a new bingo for Trump. Why? Mm. Because, I mean, he just got the coronavirus. I mean, this is news worldwide. And I was thinking, well, what is he going to do? Is he going to, A, sue China for it? B, drink bleach? <laughs> C, take hydroxychloroquine? I mean, the, the, the possibilities are endless. Right? As my, I know some of those are, are jokes, but I think Hannity last night was encouraging hydro, the hydroxychloroquine for President Trump on uh, on Fox last night. So Really? Was, yeah. It, you know, it, the whole thing is to a point. They've said that... The Donald Trump presidency is post-satire because the stuff that goes on is so satirical and so surreal that it's impossible to satire. Mm -hmm. You know, they've done things that were supposed to make fun of Trump, and then they've actually come out. And it's like the the reality is more outlandish and ridiculous than the satire is. What else do you have? Uh, I'm just exploring here, Joe. What else on the bingo card? What else could he... I've seen people online, I guess... Not joking, saying that they think the the Democrats gave Trump the coronavirus at the debate. What? Like they slipped him the. I I've seen people. I I don't know if they're be at this point. I don't know if somebody's joking or if they're sincere because it's once again post satire. Yeah, but they were suggesting that the Democrats somehow slipped Trump coronavirus. At the debate, it's probably on the repercussion for not letting Joe talk on the debate. <laughs> <laughs> anything else there, Joe? That should be it. Okay. okay. And if you guys bring out anything else, I appreciate hearing from you, man. Have a nice day. Okay. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Uh, let's get another call here, Uncle Bob. Hi, Uncle Bob. Good morning. How are you? Very good. You you had me confused there because I actually do have an Uncle Bob. <laughs> he passed away in '94, but hello, Uncle Bob. Hey, good morning. You know, I'm I'm with you on this. I was having a discussion with my wife this morning about um, the announcement about Trump, uh, Trump's coronavirus diagnosis. And given everything that we've seen in 2020 and in this administration, I wouldn't doubt if it's just positioning him to come off looking like he is immune to anything. I wouldn't get too excited about it being factual. Well, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, I, I hope I'm not coming off as excited that that the president has coronavirus. I I don't think I've ever been excited that anybody has corona mm-hmm. co- coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was sad when Herman Cain. There's some kind of of you know, like uh, you might call it irony, maybe poetic justice of somebody getting their comeuppance. But right. I mean, if the if the president, in a worst case scenario, and n- I don't hope this is the case. If the president were to succumb uh, to coronavirus, that would be levels of irony and poetic justice, like beyond Greek tragedies or anything Shakespeare wrote. You know, the guy that mm-hmm. kind of might be the single-handedly more responsible for people suffering from this than anyone else actually gets it. I mean, these are the most interesting times I think that anybody has ever lived in. I'm a, I agree with you 100%. I try to be a good human being, but I really do hope that the guy finds humility somehow and people see him for what he is. If there was a, if there was a good outcome here, he could go on TV and say, I was wrong. Any of you following my lead because... Oh, Nico just made a face. Of course he's not going to say he was wrong. <laughs> but I, I'm trying to put a spin on it. You know, maybe he could come out and 
make a statement is like, if you haven't been wearing a mask or if you haven't been social distancing or if you've been up to any of this jackassery because of me, take it from me, I repent and recant. What are the chances he would ever do something like that? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, he it probably won't. It but, probably won't. But I do, I do hope he finds humility, and I do hope he brings us together instead of continuing mm-hmm. to, to divide us. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he could have he put an end to this very quickly. Let's all get behind it. Put your masks on. Let's get, you know, at, at, a, at a very, on, at a bare minimum, it. Uncle Bob, I would hope that, that maybe going forward after this, he will be more deferential to his own experts. His own experts, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Redfield, and others. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Uncle Bob, for the call. Have a great day. All right. And hopefully he stops making fun of Joe Biden for wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to see. I want to see if now we're going to see at the White House people wearing masks. Everybody. Like, well, they say that there's Or this... if he recovers, he's going to be like, you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah, I, I, it. I didn't wear a mask, yeah. and I was over it in like 10 days. Yep. And your Whatever. dead grandma's a loser. <laughs> Uh, here's Biden, or Trump rather, making fun of Joe Biden. I mean, ridiculing Joe Biden barely 48 hours ago during the debate. <laughs> oh my God. If, like, if, if, you, if there could be a meltdown from irony... It, it would be happy. We'd have Three Mile Island right now. Well, you should have borrowed one of those masks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, st- I'm serious. You, you should have. You should have been more like Joe. And maybe we wouldn't have this uh, concern going on. They say this is the the biggest presidential health issue concern since Ronald Reagan was shot. Mm-hmm. You know, forty years, almost forty years ago. All right, you ready for some uh, true crime? I'm ready. Let's do it. Whoop, whoop. All right, stand by. We're going to have a Florida Man game, which everybody can play along. Remember, if anybody gets the uh, Florida Man game right, it's $10,000 in a check written directly from Brad DeBoe, general manager of Town Square Media El Paso. (laughs) All right, right, we're going to start in Florida. This is not the Florida Man game. This is Florida Woman. A woman in Florida was arrested for uh, making sweet love to herself. Oh. In front of 7-Eleven in the morning in broad daylight. Getting a start on the day. (laughs) 28-year-old Vanessa Jones in St. Petersburg, Florida. This happened around 11 a.m. on Wednesday, according to police. He was outside of 7-Eleven, and she was getting it on with herself. Uh, she kept doing it even after a uh, 16-year-old came to the 7-Eleven with their uncle. Oh. Well, they weren't the only ones coming to the 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> K-9 
Kid's uncle took a video of what the woman was doing and turned it over to police, which is how the police knew that, that she was doing this out in broad daylight. Do we have that video? Uh, we, we do not, and uh, I'm sure the man deleted it right away and has no intention of watching it. Ms. Jones got a mugshot here, and I just want to state again that this is a 28-year-old woman we're talking about. She, uh, she's 28? Yeah. Uh, there, there, there's some other issues. I mean, she's going she's on. attractive. She's attractive for a 48 year old woman. Yeah. Yeah, she looks good for a 48 year old or a 53 year old woman. Can you see that, Brandon? Yeah. That is that's messed up. Yeah, it's a little messed up. I think. Uh, she got that. I don't know. She's looking eight. She got that Joker look to her. You think she's an eight? If she was 48, yeah. Okay. She's only been able to legally drink for seven years, Nico. <laughs> uh, she was arrested for felony lewd and lascivious exhibition. Next story comes from Oregon. I could, I, I'm starting to consider Oregon like the West Coast Florida. Yeah, bringing the heat, baby. <laughs> and Brandon has lived in both places. I have. <laughs> Brandon has been an Oregon man some sort and of, a Florida some man. Some sort of repercussion of me being there. Watch out, El Paso. <laughs> We're way ahead of you. A guy owns a uh, organic health food store. Of course. That's a real thing. They have like an organic health food store? It's Oregon. Okay. 56-year-old Gregory Daly of Springfield, Oregon. Ah, Springfield. Right outside of Eugene. You know, that's the Springfield that most people do believe is the Springfield from The oh. Simpsons. Well, because Matt Groening he lived, lived there. there. Yeah, right? he lived there. And you remember how you have Springfield and then Shelbyville is right next door and Shelbyville kind of looks down their noses at Springfield? Mm -hmm. Well, Springfield, it's truly split by I-5. You have Springfield on the east side, and then you have Eugene on the west oh. side. And Eugene kind of turns their nose down to the folks of Springfield. High meth uh, oh, I, population. I thought, you were gonna, I thought you were going to say that they had a Shelbyville, which is like, well, that, that clenches it, right? If there's nah. a Springfield Eugene, next to it. Eugene is basically Shelbyville. Do they marry their... What, what do they do in Shelbyville? Marry their cousins or... Wasn't that a thing? No, no, remember the thing that they did? Hoot, 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 hoot. When they point at the spring, the the dumb Springfieldian. Okay, well, we're talking about Springfield, Oregon, and this guy's uh, organic health food store. For the past twenty six years, he's been the owner of a health food store that sells supplements, all organic fruits and vegetables. Sounds very healthy. Mister Daly, uh, the health food store owner, was arrested for selling meth. The store was raided by the FBI and the DEA, and Mr. Daly was arrested on federal meth distribution and possession charges. What a hot meth. There is no word on whether he was selling the meth out of his organic grocery store or if it was a side hustle, and they don't mention whether or not it was organic meth or free range. Was it free range meth? This is cage-free meth. This is cruelty-free, free-range meth that we're selling. This is street-to-table meth, okay? Now back to Florida, but this is still not the Florida man game. Two men, in, <laughs> two men in Florida were arrested for a strong arm arbor, uh, robbery for stealing a third man's fake leg. <laughs> was he, he follow all that? Was he Rocket Raccoon? <laughs> yeah, 
I don't really need the leg. I just wanted to see if you could get it. <laughs> this happened Saturday. 41-year-old Larry Stothers and 31-year-old Jason Rapa got in a confrontation with a man in Largo, Florida. They fought with him and stole his backpack. They also stole his prosthetic leg. <laughs> Police tracked them down about an hour later and charged them with, and this is a charge, I guess, I you know, you learn something every day. Strong arm robbery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Too out easy. on a limb here <laughs> and say that these two guys don't have a leg to stand on when it comes Stop to it. being charged with strong arm robbery. Come on, we got to be really good at this by now. Yeah, you know? really good. You know, if they're gonna if they're gonna fight this in court, they better hop to it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, you ready for the Florida Man game? Yeah, let's do Woo! it. All right. And of course, as always, we'll open up with the Florida Man theme song. Florida Man, Florida Man, who never fears any bodily harm. Florida Man, Florida Man. Joanna gave up. That are full of bees, who tries to bite every copy sees. Florida Man, Florida Man. Lisa, Joanna was laughing because you were like a second and a half late because you're on the delay. Oh, yeah. See, this is why I don't sing it. That's that's why Joanna clipped because she clipped her mic and was laughing so hard. I just hear Lisa in the back. Florida man. Florida man. All right, guys, here we go. This is right, the uh, Florida man game. I will give you a headline involving Florida man, and I will leave one key word out of the out of the story. If you can correctly guess the word, you are the winner of the $10,000 prize. All right, here's the headline. Florida men's argument over which is better, whole milk or blank, (laughs) leads to stabbing. Once again, Florida men's argument over which is better, whole milk or blank, leads to stabbing. I'm going with my first instinct. All right. Our contestants are all writing down their answers. Lisa's at home today. I'm going to assume you're writing down your answer, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Nico, you going to play? Yep. Got an answer? Okay. I'm locking one in. Got right. it. Go ahead. It looks like everybody has locked in, so let's go back and get your answers. And I believe Brandon might have logged in first. I did. Brandon, Florida men's argument over which is better, whole milk or blank, leads to stabbing. I said breast milk. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. It's good. Joanna? I went with Slurpees. (laughs) Which is which is better? Whole milk or Slurpees? And then bam, stab. Lisa, Florida men's argument over which is better, whole milk or blank, leads to stabbing. Mine is a little bit tamer. I went whole milk or chocolate milk. Ah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Well, chocolate milk could be whole milk, right? You never chocolate know. milk is just with the chocolate added. Whatever, chocolate. dude. Then I'll say 2%. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> Nico. 
Florida uh, man's argument over which is better, whole milk or blank, uh, leads to stabbing. Milwaukee's best malt liquor. You want to put that in as yeah. your answer? I'm sorry we have no correct answers nah. today. I'm very sorry. Not, not even Slurpees? Not Slurpees. Not even Slurpees. I like how you had to write that down. Florida men's argument. You're argu- supposed to write it down, you, Nico. Yeah, that's part of the yeah. game, Nico. You're yeah, supposed to write it around, down. I had mine written down. Mine says breast milk. <laughs> Lisa like even the, wrote hers down, we assume. The cleaning I crew must come in here and see the weird notes that I have. Slurpees. Yeah. They're just when writing you lick things. lick somebody else's rat tail. <laughs> When your poop is regular like clockwork, uh-huh. they're going to find all these papers. What is it? Sock bucket. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you guys want to know what the actual answer is? Yeah. yeah. At this point, yeah. Florida men's argument over which is better, whole milk or almond milk. Leads to stabbing. That is what I would never have yeah. guessed for a Florida man. Yeah, that was almost too normal. That's very tame. Uh, uh, Lisa was the closest. the stabbing. Well, that's not totally tame. 30-year-old Justin Garcia of Lehigh Acres, Florida, and his cousin were at his house on Sunday. They got into a, an argument, which is better, whole milk or almond milk. We don't know which side the cousin One. was on. We don't know which side. <laughs> they, they, they were on opposite sides. And then we don't know if they were talking about taste or consistency better, or better health? for you. Yeah. yeah, health. We don't know what the what the uh, standards were here, but we do know that they got so angry with each other that Mr. Garcia ended up punching his cousin in the forehead Whoa. and then stabbing the cousin with a three-inch pocket knife. So he's, been, you, he's been arrested for felony aggravated battery. So who do you say wins the debate? The guy that gets stabbed or the guy that stabs? If you stab, you're, you're the winner. That, <laughs> <laughs> I think that automatically makes you the winner. I mean, it was like my go-to. I used to do debate in high school, and that was my go-to. I would just shiv the guy. <laughs> as soon as I felt like I was trailing in points, it was like, you're getting the blade, dude. No doubt about it. Florida man, Florida man, come on, Lisa, Lisa, come on, with a sewer rat, Florida man, Florida man, Florida man, <laughs> human meat who gave Marco Rubio a Senate seat, ugh, that guy, Florida man, all right, let's take a break, we're gonna come back. <laughs> Why do you do? Because it's time to break. <laughs> 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 we gotta take a break. Uh.